My wife cheated on me with the clown that I hired for my son's birthday party in my own home. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell to turn on notifications. It's humiliating enough to get cheated on by my wife, but in my own home with the clown that we hired for our son's birthday. Okay, I realize the initial amusing nature of the idea, and if it happened to anyone else but me, I would probably laugh. I had to use a throwaway account because this was slash is is one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. I would hate for any of my friends or family to know the true reason why my wife and I are splitting up. My wife insisted on hiring a clown for my son's birthday despite my protest because A, who hires clowns anymore? And B, I have a not aggressive but present fear of clowns. I gave in to my wife because I love her. The biggest regret of my life. She was pissy at me all day. She disappeared during the party around the same time as the clown was on break. I'll skip the details, but I put the pieces together pretty quickly. I'm currently sleeping in the guest house. I just need its event. There's an edit with some more information. Since a few of you have been asking for details, here they are. Okay, I'll try to keep my cool because the whole thing feels so ridiculous. And like I said initially, it's humiliating. I had noticed they were chatting in the kitchen right after his break. He was making her laugh, which I guess he's paid to do. It didn't seem overly flirtatious, so I went about enjoying the the party only to return to the kitchen and neither of them were there. I wandered around the party looking for my wife, not too concerned with where the clown was at at all. Anyway, I eventually found her in my study and she literally, this is the point where it gets ridiculous, had some clown makeup on her lip and cheek. I pointed it out to her and she wiped it off without an explanation. She escorted me away from the study. A few minutes later, I was within eyeline of my study and the clown peeks his head out and waltzes out back to the party. He finished his shift, but seemed more distracted than the first half, glancing over at my wife who was clapping with the children. Once the party ended, I noticed something peeking out of the top of her dress. Now, with warranted suspicion, I took it out and it was the clown's business card tucked into her bra. That's when I confronted her and she confessed almost immediately. I'd like to say I don't have the answers to all of the questions about the interaction. I wanted as little details as possible about the act itself from my wife. I also no longer plan to stay in the guest house. What should I do? It seems like what the original poster here is missing is the fact that she probably already had a relationship with this clown long before this party started. He even says, my wife insisted on hiring a clown for my son's birthday despite my protest. So why would she want a clown so bad out of the blue? It's not like the kid asked for the clown. It's not like he asked for the clown. She's the only one asking for the clown. And why else would she be asking for a clown randomly like this? So it's a lot more likely that this wasn't just a random clown she was probably having some sort of affair and found out that this guy was a clown and said, hey, do you want to do this party? And then once they were there, they thought they could get away with it. There's even another super short story where somebody said that they had a co-worker that insisted to his wife that they hire an Elsa from Frozen to be an impersonator at some party. And it turns out in that situation too, he had been having an affair with her for six months prior to this party. I don't know, maybe people somehow think that this is some sort of weird loophole that they can get away with. I'm not sure why it happens so often, but let me know what you would tell this guy if you were to give him some advice down below. Am I the jerk for refusing to talk to my boyfriend because he won't stop using the phrase, do you want some twingies? 
for the room. Here's some backstory. Me and my boyfriend were on holiday a few months ago. We were in an all-inclusive resort and we were standing in one of the shops in the lobby where you can buy extra snacks and stuff. A very posh British man walked in with his 12-year-old son and they were looking around the shop. They went over to where the crisps were and the boy seemed very interested in the Pringles. The father asked him in a very cutesy, possibly over-the-top for his age voice, Do you want some Pringies? For the womb? Yes, he called the Pringles Pwingies. Me and my boyfriend found this quite funny. The first few days were fine. We were both joking about it and kept repeating it to one another as it was a funny way to refer to Pringles, especially as the man was talking to his son like he was a baby. This was at the start of our two-week holiday. He did not stop saying, Do you want some Pwingies for the womb? For the whole two weeks that we were on holiday. He would literally say it once a minute. He would even torment me by starting a sentence completely unrelated to it and then finishing it with do you want some please for the womb as some sort of sick punchline it's now been three months since we've returned and he will not stop saying do you want some please for the womb it is driving me insane i have begged him to stop but he honestly thinks that i'm just playing along with his joke i can't have a serious conversation with him because he always manages to slip in do you want some please for the womb this is a five-year-long relationship and it was absolutely absolutely fine up until this point. This is the man that I want to spend the rest of my life with, but now I don't even want to see him because I'm afraid of when he will say, you want some pwingies for the room? I am now refusing to talk to him until he stops. I'm honestly afraid that he will say he's going to stop, but then just carry on. Am I blowing this out of proportion? Am I the jerk? I had to re-record this a few times because something about pwingies in the room kept making me crack up for a reason I don't understand. But from the original poster's perspective here, this whole thing is not funny at all. She's probably beyond sick of this. If he's really saying it all the time, even in situations where it's completely unrelated, it's probably become so much of a habit that he's just compulsively stating it without even thinking about it. I mean, the fact that this has been going on for months on end and she keeps telling him to stop and he thinks that she's jokingly playing along with him means there's some serious lack of communication here because even if she didn't say that, how could he not tell that that's annoying after doing it for over three months since they got back from their vacation? I wonder if he says this to anyone else in his life. Like, does he go up to his friends and say, do you want some pwingies in the room to them too? And his parents and the people at his work, the people at school? The only thing that would really make sense in a situation like this is to have a really serious moment with him. Ask him not to speak at all until you've said your piece about how much this bothers you. And then if he inevitably interrupts you by asking if you want pwingies in the room during your serious speech, then point it out and say that's exactly what I'm talking about. And if he still doesn't take it seriously, there might not be any other option other than to say that you can't handle it and you'll have to leave if he doesn't stop tormenting you like this. Have any of you guys ever seen a situation like this? Have you been in one yourself? If so, let me know down below. And jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for not stopping my husband from yodeling every time my mother-in-law asks me about having a baby. I'm a 27-year-old female and I'm married to my husband who's 28, Keith. We've been married for three years now. My mother-in-law, who we'll call Beth and I, have never had the best relationship and at times, we've gone low contact because of it. She has never wished me a happy birthday or gotten me any kind of present that wasn't an attachment of my husband's. She refused to come to any big events for me, like I got my master's last year and she said that it wasn't a big enough deal to drive an hour to celebrate 
great and things of that nature. I've grown to just have thick skin, but also my husband normally handles everything for me. He very much is my bodyguard around her and stops her every time she tries to say anything, but it has never stopped her much anyway. Beth's new thing is kids. She wanted us to have a baby since before we were married. She has an older son who was unmarried and will probably never have kids, so she always tells Keith that he is her last hope of true happiness and always tries to bribe us into kids. Last year, she told us that if we got pregnant, she would buy us a house, and she meant it. This woman wants a grandbaby. However, it's gone to the point where it's all she talks about. She never asked me about work, my hobbies, my family, or anything now. She basically just only talks to me about children. My husband and I want kids just on our own time. This started getting really upsetting and it made my husband angry. Something to know. My husband jokingly learned how to yodel when he was in high school. Yodeling is a loose term too. It's more that he makes a loud obnoxious sound for a long period of time and calls it yodeling. A couple of months ago when we saw his parents, Beth started to make a baby comment again and he got so irritated he just started to yodel loudly. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen and immediately shut her up. Ever since, he does it every time she asks about a kid. This is where I might be the jerk. We went out for his parents' anniversary at a very nice restaurant. It was just his immediate family. Parents, brother, Keith, me. And beforehand, he told his mom very nicely that we would really appreciate no baby talk. Well, she didn't care and thought because we were somewhere nice, my husband wouldn't yodel. And she was wrong. He yodeled so loud and so long that everyone in the restaurant was staring by the end. It embarrassed her so badly that she almost started crying. His dad thinks we are major jerks for ruining their anniversary dinner and we could have just ignored her. My husband feels justified in what he did and his brother doesn't really care. I mostly feel bad because I should have stopped this a while ago and made us talk like adults, but it's just never worked in the past and I feel really bad about ruining her dinner. Am I the jerk? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is a hilarious scene to envision. Just picture this actually going down. You're sitting at a very nice restaurant, and then a guy just randomly starts yodeling as loud as he can. The mom at this point is obviously so sick of the yodeling that she shuts down whenever he starts doing it, but at this point, she just couldn't handle it anymore. For most people, the most intriguing part of this whole proposal is the fact that the mother is trying to offer a free house. I don't know if this family already comes from money, and they don't think that having a free house is a big deal, but that is pretty crazy if that's true. Not that you should force a baby into existence to get a free house, but if you're going to have a baby anyway, because she said that they do want kids eventually, getting an entire house is a wild proposition. I was curious if this was real, so I wanted to see a little more information from the OP. But first, there were some responses about it. Somebody saying, take a free house from a woman with no boundaries who will probably insist on having her own room in it and control everything they do because she bought their house. There is no free house. There is pretty much always a cost. The cost just might not be money. To which the original poster responded and said, oh, trust me, it was tempting. She did try to add in that she would just have to have her own room there and that's when we noped out. So it turns out there were strings attached. There is some sort of stipulation they have to agree to and they weren't into it. But if somebody made you this offer with these strings attached to it, would you take the free house or not? Let me know down below and jerk or not a jerk and why. Our adult children have disowned my wife and I for being swingers. So to start, my wife and I are both in our 40s and we have two full-grown adult children. Our son is 23 years old and our daughter is 18. Our son moved out a few years ago to go live with his fiance, who he has a lovely daughter with that is a light of our lives. We don't live in a small town, but it's smallish. My wife and I have been swinging for as long as I can remember. We don't do it super consistently and you wouldn't say we're in the culture of it, but we have used online sites and dating apps, etc. to set things up. So the problem we're having comes from about a week ago. Through methods I'm not entirely sure of, it seems both of our children have become aware of our lifestyle. From an incredibly happy and close-knit family, it was destroyed overnight. It all started when my son called me in the evening. In a very calm voice, he explained that he was aware of what me and my wife have been doing and that he had found evidence online. He then proceeded to tell me that he wanted nothing to do with me or my wife and that essentially we were dead to him. He has said that he will not ever allow us to see our granddaughter again. He has said that we've made him the town's laughing stock. He called both me and his mother horrendous names that no one should call their parents. After his rants, he informed me that his sister, who was still living with us at that time she wasn't home, felt the same and would be moving in with him and his fiance. We have never been a religious or conservative family, and one of the specific points my son continuously argued is that he finds our behavior to be morally reprehensible 
responsible and he will never allow his daughter to be exposed to people with such values. Since then, my son has made several social media posts about how we're swingers and how we're responsible for destroying his family. So effectively, he has outed us to the entire town. Since the event, I've seen my daughter once when she came over to get her clothes and she wouldn't speak to me or make eye contact with me. My son has said that even if we completely change, he would still want nothing to do with us as the damage has been done. He has just told me that they are all going to move to a different state by the end of the year and he just wants to move on and pretend that they were never our kids. For the past week, I've been telling myself they will calm down and see reason, but no matter how diplomatic or calm I try to be with them, I cannot find a path to reconciliation. There has to be something I can do. My wife is a royal wreck and my kids seem to actively not want to fix things. Any advice is appreciated. It's hard to know exactly how long the son is going to want to sever his relationship with the parents, whether it actually is permanent and the parents, the grandparents to his daughter never get to see the daughter, or if this is something that they'll get over in a few weeks, a few months, or a few years. I'm guessing just as much as the son thinks that it's morally reprehensible, he probably feels like he was deceived or was kept in the dark. And the parents probably feel like it was none of his business. But beyond the parents, the original posters here, losing contact with both of their kids and their granddaughter, getting out into the whole town, they also don't know what the original source was that made the son find this in the first place. Is one of their previous partners out there sharing private things or is it something like the son just found their profile somewhere for some reason? And it's a tough situation because if somebody doesn't want to talk, they're not going to talk. You can't force them to talk to you. But what would you tell the parents here, the original posters, as the best piece of information to go forward with? The son already said if they change their lifestyle, it won't make any difference because the damage was already done. So where do you go from here? Let me know what you think down below. Am I the jerk for returning a litterer's trash to him at work? I was at home sitting on my balcony when I saw a guy in a truck drive up to the woods out beside my house, dump a bunch of stuff out of his truck into the swampy area on my property and drive off. I didn't want to confront him when I was alone, so I let him drive off, but I was annoyed because there was stuff I'd have to clean up. The next day, I went to load it up into boxes to take it to the dump. It looked like old office waste, like old CRT monitors, broken chairs and boxes of paper, but the dump said that they couldn't take CRT screens. I was already pissed off at having to spend my morning borrowing a truck and dredging this out of the swamp. So I got frustrated and started looking through the papers. I found a bunch which identified the company as a local construction firm. From there, I found the guy driving the truck was an employee named Jim Baker. So I put on a safety vest and steel toed boots and drove to the office. I walked in real confident to the receptionist and said, delivery for Jim Jim Baker, she asked me if he needed to sign for it, and I said, no, I can just drop it off. Where should I put the packages? She said the reception area was fine, and I dropped off the first box, then another, then another, then like 12 boxes and three broken chairs that wouldn't fit into a box. The receptionist asked me what was going on with the chairs, and I said, I don't know, I'm just a delivery driver, and headed out. I left a note that said, Dear Jim Baker, I am sorry you misplaced your company's belongings in my yard. It must have been quite the accident, as a whole truck full of stuff was thrown around all over my property. I wanted to return your missing belongings, smiley face. But when I was in the parking lot, I was just getting ready to leave when a dude came running out. He was the owner and he asked me what was going on. I said, uh, had a delivery for a uh, Jim Baker. He asked, he's not authorized to make any purchase orders. What is this about? I said, I don't know, man. I'm just a driver. The guy seemed kind of confused at first. I could understand why a young woman in a pickup truck isn't exactly who you'd isn't exactly who you'd believe is a delivery driver. So I decided it was time to be going. I sped off and the guy was yelling at me to get 
back. I don't know what happened next. I wish I was a fly on the wall. I feel like a bit of a jerk leaving a big mess in the office where more people work. A lot of the boxes were full of soggy swamp goo. They were nearly ripping apart when I carried them, so I figure it would be an even bigger, wetter mess if they were left there for any amount of time. But I was also pissed this guy was probably supposed to dispose of some stuff for work and just threw it in my swamp. It's a fragile ecosystem and it upset me to see a bunch of pollution dumped in there. Am I the jerk for returning the litter a guy dumped in my swamp to his office? I wish the original poster here would have said, what are you doing in my swamp? But honestly, this doesn't sound like a very bad move. It's your personal property. Somebody dumped all this stuff into it and you just wanted to return it to them. If you guys have ever watched The Sopranos, there was a subplot in it where I think it was also a construction company that had to get rid of a bunch of waste. In that case, it was asbestos and they were doing the same thing. They would just go up to random ponds or lakes or somewhere where they wouldn't be seen and just dump all of their trash at this place and then just drive away. And in that case, it just kept happening because they didn't want to come to some sort of deal. So they just dumped their trash however they wanted, like the construction company in this story. So some people were wondering, how could the OP possibly find the name of the company? The OP says, I found the name of the company on a lot of the papers and an employee schedule with the names of the employees. Then I went down the schedule and Googled each person's name and found pictures of them on social media to see if I could recognize the guy that I saw. I found a guy who looked like him and with a little more poking around, I was certain I had the right guy because he had posted a picture of himself posing with his truck on Facebook. People really don't realize how much they're putting out onto the internet when they make photos public. So if you were in this situation, if it was your swamp, how would you have handled this and jerk or not a jerk and why? When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.